The Mighty Whites podcast is recorded at the Medicine Room Studios. For more information, visit medicineroomstudios.com. Right, this one's a bit weird to intro. Uh, we'll call it 60, episode 60 and a half. Uh, we're basically doing an extra podcast because I'm a moron. This is a Mighty Whites podcast, Botchamania. Yeah. Um, I'm sure a lot of you noticed. In fact, I know a lot of you noticed because you told me. Uh, we completely missed out the Cardiff game. We just didn't want to give uh, Cardiff the time of day. Yeah. Uh, but as we have done it... Um, we have played two games. Uh, we won away at Huddersfield. Yes, we did. It was good. Yeah, genuinely. It's so we also have no notes and stuff, but it was a it was a good win. Yeah, it's only considering Cooper was pulled out pretty much seemingly that morning. Um, so we went into we were going into this with a back three containing no central defenders. I'm yeah, oh, sorry, we went with a back four. Well, kind of a back four with no central defenders and our one central defender was meant to be playing holding mid. Yeah, but he, he did sort of drop in and for most at game end up as a middle of the back three anyway for a lot of it. But Yeah, they ended up having... Was it Bakuna that was kind of playing further up the field or was it Grant? I can't remember which uh, one was playing down the middle. Grant started as 10 and pushed up with Steve Mooney. Yeah, so at that point... Which, yeah. if anything, did as a favour with lineup we had. It kind of helped the defence keep the shape a little bit. Yeah, because those early stages, Ben White was very confused as to what he needed to be doing. Yeah. Uh, first half, sort of controlled the game well enough, but nothing, there was nothing major. But then fairly early on in the second half, Alioski volley from edge of box when Ahorn was headed out. But it was one really good goal. Yeah, really sweet finish as well. Through Pretty much through... A rock of bodies as well, so the keeper was unsighted for it. Um, but yeah, nice clean strike straight through. Really nice finish. Yeah, he's. Um, it was a big goal that because as soon as we got that goal, even though like Huddersfield had chances, I bet it, I haven't actually see, checked the XG or if I have, I've forgotten. But I'm assuming it was probably fairly similar. But they, two of their big chances were after we were two 0 up. So. Yeah, Mounier was kind of the, their main threat, really. Yeah, he had uh, that header from that set piece first half that Kasim had a good save from, and one from a corner. Yeah, but no, no and again, very similar with the the Reading and and the Luton games. I, I think it was very much a case of our fitness showed again, and we just, you know, I think one get, the Alioski always a nice finish, but you know, with the second goal. It just shows we've got the energy levels to outrun teams no matter how much they want to. If you want to shit house us, we'll shit house you more. Yeah, it was it was a really good goal. Obviously, they put us at piece in box, comes out to the side at box where Berardi is. And with his instincts, you assume he's just going to smack it long. But flicks it over defender's head for Costa. Into the middle for Nketiah, Nketiah to Alioski, Alioski to Harrison. Fantastic cross for Pablo Hernandez, good header for our post. Yeah, he's not exactly the man you, you'd really want arriving for a back post header but yeah we pretty much on a plate for him he just had to direct it and that was pretty much game over really you know they, they still had a couple of chances but nothing really significant I wouldn't say no but yeah that that was a good win and needed it and then last night Hull at home 
another just, game where read, I would say we weren't. What we just said. Yeah, we weren't great, but we were much. But we were better than them. Very comfortably better than them. Uh, I think a lot of the poor passing must have been the conditions. You'd hope so. The, the the only other thing you could probably put it down to is tiredness. Mm. You know, we've started to build up now and play a lot of football, and I think it's one of the, you know, one of the detriments to to Bielsa's style is that the, he he doesn't rotate the squad. You know, I, I think in his mind, everyone, unless you are injured, you are fit enough to play. Um, and even towards the end of games, you, you very rarely see him make subs with with kind of an eye on the next fixture or. You know, we're coming up to Christmas now, a fairly busy period. But you'll very rarely see him kind of make a sub with half an hour left thinking, I'll tell you what, Dallas is going to play a lot. Let's get him off for a while. Because yeah. we still had no Cooper for this, but because Phillips was back, White dropped back into defence. Alioski was the one to drop out, Dallas left back. It was with first half. Like Helder Costa had that one good chance, but he was denied by a really good tackle, and Hernandez had that curler that went over. But the one... And I think Bamford had a header as well, didn't he? That was a decent effort, but he just couldn't get enough on it. Yeah, I think it, was, it ended up being from fairly deep, if I remember yeah. rightly. Um, but first half, we had we had lots of we controlled the game completely, but without looking quite as threatening. Second half, we lost a little bit of control for ten minutes, but it kind of opened the game up, and in the end, sort of did us a favour. Yeah, you know. And Hull's, Hull's game plan, the entire game, was was hit it long up to. Was it Eves up Yeah, front? Tom, Tom Eves. If I remember rightly, he was at Gillingham last season and got a lot of goals. That's, that's, all, that's all they had. And seemingly as well, the, you know, even with their system, they didn't seem to be... There wasn't many players around him for the knockdowns either. There just seemed to be this long ball that they didn't really pick up on much either. You know, Bowen was pretty isolated out on the wing as well you know mm. and I, I think he had a couple of runs against Dallas but yeah but Bowen and Krasitsky were both they both came inside and stuff but Ailing and Dallas were both very disciplined in the man-to-man job on them there was one bit in the second half where Dallas lost Bowen completely and then defender had to come out to him and that got Tom Eves in behind but Dallas was the one that chased all the way back in and got there and made the tackle yeah so like the one time that he did lose his man he was also the he one that ended up fixing it. He found another man. Yeah. Stuart Dallas has found a man. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, and then the I suppose, first goal. The, uh, I've, having watched it back, I didn't realise how both of them started with Casilla. Casilla mm. takes the ball, quick throw out to Ailing, Ailing to Hernandez. Great pass from Hernandez to Costa. Hernandez passing was a bit off all night, but he got that one perfect. Yeah. Costa tries to drill it across. It's a bit unlucky for defender, to be honest, you had a device. But that was probably in the second half as well. That was the first time we'd got close to the byline. Uh, you yeah. know, a lot of the half, we'd kind of resorted to crosses from deep, which we, we don't typically score a lot of. You know, Bamford's up there, but he, again, he's not the person you kind of want to be winning those headers. We, 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 you look at so many of our goals and how many of them come from a pullback from the byline. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it was great that Costa was kind of uh, and I think again, this has been a, it was another big performance from him. And as much as it's probably the most influence he's had on a game, I think this season. I don't think yeah. it, like his his passing wasn't there, but you know none of them were. No, the, but with the was, positions he, he got into, had he had a good day with his crossing, it'd have been on a nine and a half out of ten. Yeah, but in the end, I think I ended up giving him like seven or seven and a half mm. because he was like kept getting great positions, 
biggest threat we had normally messed it up when he got there. Yeah, his, his pace was was too much to handle for Hull. Yeah. They just couldn't deal with it. And any time he got slipped in behind, he was always getting there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was great that you know even from an own goal that we're just getting that there, getting to the byline, pull it back, and Paul gets knocked in. Yeah. So that one quick move starting with Casilla, second goal, Hull corner, Tom Eaves, who somehow is completely unmarked. Like that's pretty terrible to leave him completely unmarked. Just to try to unnerve him. Yeah. Decent header and Casilla saves it and Bamford sort of gets a touch on the line as well and they keep it out. And the thing that goes, has been kind of underused in it, when Bamford kind of stubs the ball out to the right just to get it out of the middle of goal, the pass from Phillips to click when he's in his own box with four, with like four men closing him down mm. is a hell of a pass. Yeah. Click just then has all room in world, runs about 70 yards. Fantastic pass across. And Bamford. I mean, it's an inch off going in, and it really, yeah. the, the ba- angle that Bamford, comes back middle of goal, post. having run from the opposite goal line. Strikes it fairly well, but along the way, I mean, he should score, but mm. it happens. And comes out, Alioski turns in the rebound, which was a better finish than it looked. Yeah, like, the, you know, we were talking about last night. It was already a fairly narrow angle. And he was getting closed down and, and especially hitting that on, on your left side where you've kind of almost got to get it on the outside of your foot a little bit to, to get it closer to the post, but he, he puts it in nicely. Yeah. Now, have you seen the keeper getting injured bit back yet? Yeah, I saw it earlier where his, seemingly his hairdo seems to get ruffled by Yeah, Patrick his Bamford's hairdo hip. goes somewhere near his hip of Bamford who was looking the other way. Um have you seen Eric Lehigh came out and said he did it on purpose and it was really dangerous? And yeah, essentially said he'd need him in the he head. He said he ran in and need him. Uh, no, that should—that's another thing that should be a two-game ban. Lying, going out and just fucking lying. Mm. I mean, I know that that's rich coming the day before a general election, saying you know what people should, should stop doing lying. Uh, no. But like, I cannot believe that he's had the gall to say that about a fellow professional. And having seen it back now, it, you, I don't know how. You stay down for that long. No, because well, clearly after after a minute and a half, the, it wasn't like the decision was getting changed. No, what I think happened is he did feel a slight brush on his head, and I think he knows he ain't getting up in time to save it. Mm. So he's gone down holding his head, hoping the referee stops the game. And then once he's done that, he's a bit embarrassed to himself, so he's had to stay down and get treatment. And yeah. I wasn't something. I don't know that for certain, obviously. But it'll be interesting to see, you know, for anyone who who saw it happen, because I, I can't say I did. I just obviously it no. I, my eyes, out. my eyes went with ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alioski put it away. You follow him off to celebrate, and all of a sudden you you see Hull's keepers down getting treatment. Mm. But um, have you had the chance to see back the disallowed goal yet? Uh, I have, but not on a re- not on a replay that is conclusive. Yeah. As it live in the ground, I've mentioned this on Twitter, live in the ground, I was certain he was offside. I didn't even jump up when everyone else did. Mm. Like, as soon as the pass got played, I looked straight at the linesman because I thought he looked too yard offside. I thought he'd set off early, Harrison. But there's some other people who were even more side on than me and people who've seen, who saw it on telly thinking that it wasn't. So. It'd be interesting to see because it was a, was a nicely worked goal. Yeah. That was, a decent finish from Costa as well. Yeah. Um,. And then after that, Stroik came on. 
Robbie Goss still didn't. Yeah, my uh, play review for Barry Douglas was poor Robbie Goss. <laughs> Just put him on. But no, um, it was nice to see Strike get on. Strike and Casey both getting the debut. Yeah. But I thought, like, pretty much everyone played out. Even the ones that were quiet were six and a half. It was, it's got to be said, it was a good sub appearance from Alioski as well. Because yeah. I, th- I think, as much as he is a menace through Snapchat, I think on you know on the field he, he does bring a lot of energy and yeah. One thing I was very impressed with him is he played a few clipped crosses into the box from deep for Bamford, mm. and he got them all right. He was probably in terms of accuracy, I bet he was definitely his best crosser at all. Yeah, I don't you know in terms of looking anywhere across that midfield, you probably could have brought any of them off in that attacking line in terms of. Their passing, that it just wasn't really working for any yeah. of them. It was just that Harrison was less of a threat than Costa was. Yeah, um, and you know Alioski's not the fastest, but he's he's still he's quick enough. He, yeah, he's still quick, and like I say, very enthusiastic, and was yeah, he, he was a handful for them when he came on. Yeah. So weirdly, we've already previewed Fulham next Saturday, so we don't need to do that. Yep. But Cardiff this Saturday. I did mention on the last podcast that I was coming off a night shift, but I don't even think it was that. I think I just. Cardiff is so dull that I just don't want to give them the time of day. Yeah, obviously, Warnock's gone. They've now got Neil Harris. One shit house to another. Yeah, so, you know, it's getting getting rid of one that I dislike and getting in another one that I dislike. Uh, From having, we have no notes, from having a brief look, they appear to normally be 4 2 3 1, which you'd expect with the squad we've got. It's still a Warnock squad, so there's still loads of height. It's still big danger at set pieces still still solve Amber like Aidan Flynn big ass centre back two goals four assists so that four means four assists I wouldn't expect well they'll be clipping it to back be, it'll be flick-ons and flicking it to back and going to back post when I head it back across yeah uh, Joe Rawls has got five goals from midfield as well uh, Lee Tomlin three goals three assists Junior Hoylett two goals three assists Hoylett's a good player quick yeah quick he's, he's not that consistent but he's decent Canadian. Uh, they've also still got Sean is. Morrison as well, and he's he's not that great at centre back, but he, if Flint and Morrison are a real threat if they get a set pace. Mm. Well, judging by the fun time Berardi had last night up against Eves, it'll be uh, an interesting one. Yeah, I, mean, I, w- I would Cooper hope would Cooper's be. back by then. I mean, Berardi did really well in that game. He doesn't deserve to get dropped, but if they're all fit, he does. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's uh, they they spent a little bit of money on Robert Glatzel up front, but I don't know a great deal about it, and I don't think he's done all that much. They've still got Peltier, and he's playing every game. Never, uh, I'll never good, see the and they've got a good man. goalkeeper as well, Neil Leverage. Yeah, yeah, he's a good keeper. Where are they in the table? Uh, yeah, I can according, find, according I sh- to whoscored.com. I am sure that I can find that out. <laughs> But no, I'm I'm not sure where they are. I think they're just sort of mid table to be honest, but Yeah, I I've got no well, no, I dislike Cardiff. Yeah, I, I very much dislike Cardiff. I just cannot wait. Oh they're they're eighth, so they are doing slightly better than I thought, actually. Has Neil had has Neil Harris turned it around? Uh I, I mean I don't know if you could quite go as far as turned it around. Turned it around might be a stretch. Yeah. yeah. But they're, um, you know, they, they're not a bad side. I mean, obviously, they're in Premier League last year. They can't be a bad side in terms of the players on paper. Well. But they're not a football inside. Yeah. Oh, no. 
again, much like a lot of other teams this season, I expect a lot of time wasting. They have set pieces. I'll tell you what, the last four. Uh, they drew 2-2 away at Charlton. Admittedly, Charlton have fallen off a cliff. 1-0 win over Stoke. 1-0 win at Nottingham Forest. 3-2 win over Barnsley. And they play Brentford away tonight. I mean, it's decent form, but so, at the same time, the, the, they, team, they were, the teams they're playing. Yeah, I mean, Forest, although they're doing well, they're not... They're, where they are in league flatters them based on performance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously, we haven't really gone through the team properly and stuff, but we need to do this quickly. Uh, we're at home. Away at Cardiff, I'd be more worried about it, but like they're such a threat set pieces that I do think they'll get one. I know yeah. that we don't concede many, but I think they'll get one. But I'm going to say 3-1 leads. Uh, I'm going to go with a nice trend we've set and go 2-0. Cool. Has anything news-wise happened um, since just before the Huddersfield game? Not that I can think of. No um, contracts. No one signed a contract. There's none of that stuff. No. So no, I think we're good. That'll do us for episode sixty and a half. Sure. Uh, so since we're throwing out these half numbers, we're yeah, I don't, I don't care. This, <laughs> it can be called whatever. This is a special bulletin from the Mighty White Podcast. <laughs> there you go. Cool special bulletin in today's tales of interest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, that'll do us. I've been Jack. See ya. I've been Casey. Have a good one. Uh, go on through it all together and read stuff, please. Bye. <laughs>